Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. show me your podcast podcast and on this episode we are going to look back at week six review the waiver wire and preview week seven uh, but before we get into that i do want to thank you for listening i am josh aka the commissioner and your host eddie is taking the week off but i am joined again by or uh, joined this week again by dennis welcome back to the podcast sir what's up real tomato ketchup eddie in the house definitely and and so i got i got a couple things that i want to get your thoughts on so uh, jump right into it. Uh, you have stated publicly that you are in rebuild mode. So going from preseason favorite to rebuild in just six short weeks, how does uh, how's that happen? Well, um, I kind of knew I was short at the running back position all along. I was hoping I could get through, get past that because I, I was deep at receiver. But um, I don't know, as, as, as the weeks went by, couple tough losses started piling up and then it became clear that I'm not in the class of the top four teams so kind of figured I'd sell from a position of strength to try and rebuild a little bit for next year it's not a total rebuild kind of looking to retool and get going again next year because uh the big boys I can't hang with them this year I don't think so so how how much did uh the play of uh Gibson play into this into this uh the season and and kind of how the direction of the team's going because uh, he's kind of had a, a rough start to the year yeah he's had some nagging injuries and uh it's kind of a theme of my team in general but um no excuses you know next man up and all that but yeah he hasn't kind of taken that next step this year so a little bit of a down year for him um i was counting on him to be a big piece of the run of my backfield because it's kind of all I really had that I could somewhat lean on. And uh, he hasn't delivered kind of what I was hoping. So the direction of the team has followed, I guess you could say. Yeah, a couple of trades. You do got your, your quarterback maybe of the future with, with Kyler Murray, um, only having to give up Cooper Cup. So, uh, and then, you know, he traded Ridley for uh, who'd you trade? NTN and, and uh, a draft pick. So. Yeah, ETN, I'm hopeful he bounces back off an injury. Um, Definitely a pretty, gamble. Yeah, it's a gamble for sure. He looked good in college, so if I hit on that one, it's a big plus for my backfield. Um, we'll see, you know, see what happens there. But I did move up, got another second-round pick, so I th- thought it was a pretty fair deal for both sides. For sure. What are you? Uh, what are your thoughts on, on what Justin and Eddie are doing this, this year with their teams? Well, I think, you know, they've kind of been – they've been drafting near the top for a couple of years straight now, and all those picks are starting to add up, and they built some pretty good teams. So not too surprising, like, when you look at their rosters um, after the fact now, it's not too surprising to see where they are in the standings. But before the year, just because we were so used to not seeing them up in the standings, it was hard to predict. But as the season's gone on, it's pretty apparent they have good squads. So nice job by both of them. Yeah. It does take a couple years of, 
of high draft picks and hitting on those uh, and, and kind of the ebbs and flows of, of the teams that, you know, draft towards the end of the, of the draft don't obviously get the best players and um, any trades and, and drafting trading draft picks comes into play and could hurt your long-term future. So I think we're kind of seeing a, a mix of that. And uh, like I said, it's nice to have eight of the 10 teams uh, doing well. We just now need to work on, on those two, two other teams. So, um, yep. so let's look at last week's matchup. So average points uh, per team last week was 163.88. So pretty uh, decent number. Um, we'll start with the matchup of the week. And this one was a shootout. So uh, Justin put up a heck of a fight, uh, but could not overcome Chris putting up the most points this year at 219.58, which is just absurd. Uh, newly acquired Cooper Cup put up 34.8 points, and it now appears that Chris is even more loaded than before. Justin with 194 points and, and still lost by, by 25. So what a performance by Chris and, uh, you know, really setting the tone here going into the second half of the season. So what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, man. I mean, Justin gave him all he could handle, but – uh, Bishop Sycamore is a hell of a football club. So <laughs> that is, that is for sure. They have the highest margin of victory at 38 points. Uh, and they have a lot of victories to, to show for. So, um, it's, it's actually kind of funny. Chris must have something against Justin because he put up 219 this year. And then back in 2018, uh, he put up 238 points, uh, in one game. So, yeah, it was the highest one that I saw for, for anybody scoring the last three years. So it uh, happened to come against Justin as well. So um, every player put up double-digit points uh, except for Justin's defense and Chris's kicker. So both teams really had uh, a, a very good week, uh, would have won any week really uh, in the past. Uh, uh, Justin had uh, Matthew Stafford on his bench with 33 points. Um, which would have been an increase, but still uh, would not have given him the victory. So it's uh, definitely a performance from Chris, one that Justin just kind of has to tip his cap to, to Chris and, and try to get him to win the next week because not too many people are going to beat 219. No, no, that's that's craziness. And uh, he's like Kansas City Chiefs of last year with that offense. <laughs> it, yeah, you, and you gave him Cooper Cup. You gave him Cooper Cup. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, hurt, that hurt to give him Cooper Cup, but I uh, I had to look for my future QB. So the the league looks down on that trade. I'm sure they do, but I had to do what I had to do. So. I it, I get it. So uh, it makes sense. Yep. So Justin moves to uh, four and two uh, and stays in fourth in the in the league. Chris is six and zero. Oh, uh, yet yet to lose a game and and in first. So next up, we will look at. Uh, Josh, the commissioner, versus Ron. Uh, this one went pretty much as expected, uh, with the commissioner getting the win, 161 to 134. Uh, Ron didn't actually score the fewest points this week, so that was kind of nice to see at 134. Still well below the average, but not a lot going on with this one. Uh, any thoughts on on this one? No, that was kind of played out as I thought it would. I mean, um, yeah, no, no surprises there, really. But, uh, you know, if, if it was me against Ron, it would have been a pretty damn close game, I think. <laughs> yes. yes, it yes it would have. <laughs> um, and so and we're going to get to that one in just a second because that was very tight 
scoring between you and Ron. So um, <laughs> I improved to five and one and I'm in third and Ron is stays in ninth at a record of one and five. So uh, on to your matchup with Eddie. Uh, Eddie leads wire to wire, never really threatened um, by, by Dennis. Uh, Eddie picks up his fifth straight win, uh, sits at five and one. And Dennis, 136.96 was what you scored. And it Ron had 134.88. So two points, a little over two points. Uh, and if I remember right, didn't you play Ron uh, really close in, in like week one or week two? Yeah, I got him by like a half a point or something like that. Yes. <laughs> it was right around one, mid-130s also. Yeah, that is uh, <laughs> that is interesting that when you guys face – let's see when you guys uh, – what your schedule looks like you face Ron. my strength of schedule is pretty tough in week 11 yeah you face him in week 11 yeah. uh and you beat him by a yeah a half a point in week yeah. one so uh that will be that will be interesting so um that, that might uh be a very important with draft pick position <laughs> yes <laughs> i hope not for your sake but yeah. um it it very well might be so uh Kyler Murray, 33.76 points in his debut for uh, Real Tomato Ketchup Eddie. Um, so not a bad, you know, it's got to make you feel good. You got a decent performance from from Murray. Um, yep. And Ed had some some good performances from a couple key players. Uh, Jalen Hurts got 27, who's just been a stud fantasy-wise this year. Uh, C.D. Lamb put up 36. Jalen Waddell, 32. Um, and then versus the running backs, Eddie only had 3.7 total for his running backs. Dennis, you had 17.9 with, with Gibson and most of those points coming from Hubbard. Um, so that's, that was kind of the difference. Um, what yeah. are your, what are your thoughts? Um, well, as soon as uh, Thursday night came and went, I knew I was in the hole. Um, that matchup with uh, Jalen Hurts put up big numbers and I forget he had someone else going in that game, put up 20 something as well. But I was kind of looking up at the scoreboard from that point on and <laughs> never could get it going. And then uh, Gibson, Gibson, I got hurt, I believe. Um, so he, he didn't really do much. So, yeah, Eddie took me to the woodshed and kicked my ass. What could I say? Yeah, almost a 50-point margin of victory. Um, and Eddie putting up 183, which is significantly above the average points for the week. So uh, all this talk about his week schedule and uh, he's, he's gone out and, and won the games that mattered and is five and one and, and sits in second place, which is crazy to, uh, to, to, I mean, I had to pick sixth and that was nuts at the time. So uh, him being in, in second is, is pretty crazy. Dennis is two and four uh, in seventh. And really in that group of teams uh, with Pat and Jack who are you know, kind of see who gets that sixth pick or that sixth uh, position for the, uh, for the playoffs. So um, interesting to see how that will play out. So uh, next up is Steve versus Jack and Steve picks up his third win in a row leading wire to wire and Jack in what was a must win game puts up a dud and 123 points from Jack lowest in the league this week. Uh, Steve put up 172. The largest blowout of the week belongs to Steve and Jack's team is, uh, is reeling. Uh, only four players hit double figures. Still McCaffrey is still hurt. Seems like he only plays one or two weeks a year. Uh, it's, it's, it's been pretty rough for, for Jack's team. What do you think's going on with that team compared to last year? 
Uh, I don't know. It's pretty surprising. I'm so used to seeing Jack right up there um, in the standings. So didn't see it coming from him. You know, I always expect Jack kind of in the top four. But um, everybody has a down year. I'll attest to that. So still some time to turn around. Um, from what I hear, Watson might be playing. So that could be a boost to his quarterback position, if so. So, um, yeah. We'll he said he's keeping him until he goes to jail. So uh, it sounds like he's not going to jail. He's going to probably play him. So is he going to Miami? Is that uh, I, that's that's what the rumors have it. So uh, that's we we got to get Ron on the podcast. He's a big Dolphins fan. So we'll see yeah, what he we, thinks. What he thinks about that? Yeah, get the perspective. So hopefully we can get him on next week. So um, so Jack drops his fifth straight one and five in eighth place. Steve's in four at four and two uh, and in fifth place. And uh, we'll take a look at the last matchup, which was Pat versus Dohan. And uh, Pat gets back in the win column uh, against Dohan, who just didn't quite have enough firepower to, to compete this week. Uh, Pat really was trailing going into Monday night. So Henry comes through on Monday night and saves Pat from an embarrassing loss. Uh, any thoughts on this one? Yeah, I watched King Henry take it into the end zone three times and <laughs> smiled like a proud dad to watch his kid make it. Um, <laughs> but for another team, so that kind of sucks for me, but good for Pat. Um, yeah, some tough luck from Dohan. He's been putting up some fights, you know. He week. has. The last couple of weeks have been really good. Yeah, Dohan's been I, – I see him active on that uh, – the free agent wire over there, trying to mix and match, get some – Get some players in the rotation, and he's put together some respectable performances, but just running up against some tough luck, or else uh, he could have a couple wins otherwise. And the bye weeks. I mean, he just his team is just not deep enough to absorb players on a bye. If he if he just starts his starting players, he's got a really good shot, I think, to to do to get a win um, in yep. any average week. But when you start throwing in buys and going up against other people's benches that just are are better. Unfortunately, he just doesn't have the the uh, the bench to do it. So uh, yeah. Dohan falls to zero and six and tenth, and uh, we continue to watch for his first win. And Pat improves to two and four and is in sixth place. So again, like we said before, he's kind of one of those teams that is uh, you know trying to get that sixth playoff spot. So um, yeah, yeah, he's got a good squad. If he gets in, we'll see. Um, I'm intending to keep trying to get that spot myself. So see what happens. I think that, at, you know, as, as one of the teams at the top of the, of the standings, I, I honestly don't think I want to see any three of you in the sixth seed. Um, and even though that may be where you land, that's a, I, I think the teams are still competitive enough. It's not that there's no talent on there, uh, but any given week can, can put together serious points. So even from the sixth, seed uh you can you can still make some some noise in the playoffs so uh you just got to get in let's take a look at the pick'em leaderboard so uh five and oh last week for myself uh 26 and four on the season so pretty good record uh ed went one and four last week picking against me his only win uh only one that he got right was the one that uh he picked himself and justin went three and two so that is how the leaderboard stacks up right now. The esports coach was like, you hit the waiver wire this week. I was like, what?
looking at the waiver wire, uh, Zach Ertz was the big pickup for the week. Uh, dropped by Dennis. Picked up by Jack. Justin and the commissioner both put in claims, and uh, Jack ends up with, that, with uh, Zach Ertz. So providing some tight end depth for him. Uh, Dennis picked up Irv Smith Jr. after I dropped him. I uh, just had too many tight ends, and, and so uh, fits the, the pattern. I dropped Gasecki. Dennis picked him up. Now he's going to pick up Irv Smith, and uh, if he gets off the Vikings, maybe he'll be utilized correctly. Uh, and then, uh, just for fun, I picked up Matt Ryan and dropped Baker Mayfield. So uh, it's a full circle reunion for, for Matt Ryan, who I had traded for once upon a time, then released. And now he's back on my team. So uh, there were a couple other moves that uh, people were making. Didn't really have too much of an impact. Just kind of people filling in their roster. So those were the big, those were the highlights for for the waiver wire for this week. Moving on to the power rankings. Uh, looking at, we're going to start at the bottom. And uh, number 10 is Ron. So stayed, stayed in 10th spot, lost again. Uh, number 9, Dohan. Put a couple of weeks together. Those two teams, again, just kind of are in that bottom tier. And uh, I don't foresee them changing too much throughout the rest of the year. Uh, but Dohan is is attempting to, to resemble a, a, a quality team. Uh, number eight, I put in uh, Jack. Lost five straight and eighth in points four. So at the bottom of the, of the scoring. And just really just a lot of things going wrong with Jack's team injuries underperforming. Uh, so he's at number eight and a lot of those same things could be said for Dennis, who's at number seven and just kind of free falling, uh, down the rankings here, uh, seventh and points four. So again, just at that bottom, that bottom tier, uh, and then Pat at number six. So he's, uh, he, he leads the group of, of three that are kind of vying for that third and final playoff spot. Uh, he is in sixth in points scored. So we've got six, seven, and eight all in that one group uh, of teams looking to try to get that final playoff spot. And like I mentioned before, I don't think I want to see any one of those teams in the in the playoffs. So it's going to be interesting to see how that, that shapes up. So uh, next tier, uh, kind of these five teams or these really these four teams are, are in a tier of their own. Uh, number five is, is Steve. His team is rolling. Uh, got another win last week. Number four is Justin. Had a strong performance, but falls to Chris. So uh, he falls to number four. Uh, number three is myself. Uh, I'm putting my team here until Justin can beat me. So uh, he's going to have to to beat me to take this spot. Uh, and then Eddie at number two. Another win against Dennis. Uh, and those teams are kind of in that, that top tier. And we're all kind of looking up at Chris, number one, undefeated, putting up an insane amount of points, and uh, looks to be the the odds-on favorite for the uh, the championship this year. So those are the power rankings for this week. So let's take a look at uh, the next week's matchups and a couple things that I'm I'm kind of keeping my eye on as the the season progresses and we get a little deeper in here um, is is who's going to get that first round by along with Chris. So we know Chris is pretty much locked into that first round. Uh, who's going to get that second, you know, that second first round by. And then, like I mentioned before, between Pat, Jack and Dennis, who gets the final playoff spot. 
Uh, and then, you know, will Dohan win a game? So I, maybe this will be the week that he does it. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But those are the kind of things that I'm looking for. Is there any, anything in particular, Dennis, that you're, you're keeping your eye on? Um, I mean, I just got to say, I think it's destined, destiny that Eddie gets the bye week. Um, <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, he, he is in second place. so he, he, <laughs> That's where you would get it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I just had to put that out there. <laughs> no, I, I, I think that's very well put and uh, some, some very good analysis. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thank so, you. So let's, let's start with Eddie. Uh, Eddie five and one in second place goes up against Ron one and five. Uh, this would typically be uh, a, a bye week for for anybody, but uh, Ron has you know started to try to make you know get some points and and do better each week. But uh, this is the only matchup between Eddie and Ron this year, and uh, I think Eddie should pretty much handle Ron pretty easily. Uh, Eddie's got a couple people out on bye, uh, CD Lamb. Uh, Allen Osborne and Trevor Lawrence and Ron's got a couple of Jaguars wide receivers on, on by as well. So um, what are your thoughts, Eddie versus Ron? Eddie's been on a roll, man. Um, he's been on a roll and I don't see that stopping on Ron's watch, unfortunately for Ron, but <coughs> anything could happen. Um, I don't know. I just, I got to go chalk here. I think Eddie's going to take it. Yeah, I agree. I think the pick is Eddie. Uh, he's just been playing too well. Uh, his his roster, I mean, even with his players on by, he still uh, <coughs> can field a, a decent team. And uh, so I am also uh, picking Eddie. So uh, on to uh, the next matchup, which is going to be Steve at four and two in fifth place versus Dennis at two and four and in seventh place. This is your only matchup of the year uh, between these two teams. Uh, Steve is currently fourth in points four, and Dennis is in seventh. Uh, looking at the players on by, Steve has Amari Cooper, Eckler, Emmanuel Sanders, and Jared Cook on by, and Dennis has Gallup and Singletary on by. So what are your thoughts going up against Steve this week? Well, I'm a little sketchy just because uh, Gibson's been nagging injuries. So as of this moment, I got him on my bench and Chubba Hubbard in there. But between McCaffrey's injury deal, I don't know who to start as of this moment. So that could swing the projections a little bit in my favor. But um, we'll see. I, I don't know. I'm going to need Gibson to play a game and step up. Um, I'm going to say that I'm going to beat Steve. Going with himself. I, I like it. Um, I think that, uh, you're wrong. Uh, I think that, that I'm actually going to pick Steve to win because I have, I've my champion, I got to motivate you and I'm going to pick against you to try to motivate you. So <laughs> I'm, not I'm, going with, <laughs> I'm going with Steve. I, I don't want to be, I don't want to look like a liar. So <laughs> I, I, I picked you, you got to at least make the playoffs. So I'm going to, I'm going to pick Steve for the uh for the win and see if it will uh motivate you to get your get your your team going here so um i need a kick i'm I'm going i'm going i'm going with steve uh next up we've got uh an interesting matchup 
uh, between Pat and Jack. Uh, Pat is two and four, Jack one and five. And this is the only matchup between these teams this year. So Jack starting uh, Tua. So maybe the Darnold magic is over. Uh, Jack did pick up uh, Zach Ertz. So if he has some success in Arizona, maybe get some tight end help and uh, McCaffrey still not playing and no, no sign of when he's really going to come back. So Jack being in eighth place for points scored uh, is not really a shocker given that information, but that could change this week. Uh, not too many players on by. Uh, Pat has Claypool and Josh Allen, uh, but he's going to be able to start Lamar in, in Josh Allen's uh, place. And Jack got Mike Williams on, on by. So uh, Pat versus Jack. Um, well, Jack, good luck with Zach Ertz, first of all. Um, is that a former Real Tomato Ketchup Eddie? He is. Player? He's a longtime uh, tight end on my team, but I've, I just cut him loose this past week, and Jack scooped them up. So maybe a change of scenery helps him out. Uh, knowing my luck, he'll probably light it up, and I'll be so, stuck with so the, this, the, so. <laughs> the timing of the of the drop. Did you drop him before he was traded or after he was traded? Um, I honestly don't remember. It was almost the same around, around the same time. I think – when did I do it? Because they had the Thursday night game. I think I did it before, but I, I'm not. Positive. Did you pick up somebody? Did, did you as a tight end? Yeah, forget who. Um, you dropped him. Forgot uh, what the hell I did. Probably for somebody I don't even have anymore. <laughs> hey, so you dropped him on October thirteenth. So when is that? October thirteenth. That was a week. Last week, Wednesday. So it was right before the game last week. It was right before the game. So he, he goes and he plays for, for Philly yep. on the waiver wire. And then yep. he gets traded and, and Jack picks him up. That's uh, <laughs> That could reek of, of Derrick Henry part two. It, it could. Um, I'm at peace with it, though. What are you going to do? Yeah. You got, you, gotta, you got, like you said, you got Irv Smith, so. <laughs> I'm hopeful on Irv, dude. I don't know. He he could be good, but he is on the Vikings, so just uh, it is true. what it is. Yeah. Um. So who are you? Uh, who you got one in this one? I feel like I picked up Donovan Peoples Jones for him, if I'm not mistaken. But um. Anyhow, back to the matchup. It's who is it? Jack again? Uh, Jack versus Pat. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, that's a good one. And they both desperately need a win. Yeah. Two less starting. That's a question mark right there. Um, I'm going to go with Chris just because of the quarterback situation, really. Well, it's Pat. Oh, yeah. Pat. Sorry. <laughs> we'll get to Chris in a minute. Yeah. Uh, I'll go so with I Pat. Think- yeah, I think you're right. I think Pat has – he's just been playing more consistent, you know, from his output from his team and, and points-wise. Um, Jack is, you know, was playing, you know, getting getting some points from Darnold, and now he's now he's back to Tua. Um, he might be playing Watson. Who knows, you know, what, what Sunday will bring. But uh, I'm going to pick Pat to continue to win and, and Jack to get his sixth straight loss. So – We'll see what uh, what happens there. So second to last matchup is an easy one. 
Uh, it's Chris versus Dohan, 6-0, 0-6. This is the first of two meetings between the two of them. Chris is one of two teams with over 1,000 points, and he actually has over 1,100 points for the season. Um, and usually we talk about who the Chiefs play. It doesn't really matter this week. Um, it's uh, it's going, to be, going to be Chris. Uh, Dohan's got Dak, Elliott, Washington, Knox, and Ebron all on by. So even if you thought maybe this is the week that he's going to pull the upset, not with those guys out. So um, it, I think it's pretty much clear to Chris. But what do you uh, what do you see in this one? I'm going to go Dohan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the yeah. casino. Whatever you say first is what what you count as. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one, I mean, it's hard to bet against Chris against anybody at this point. But an 0-6 team, I don't see them taking him out right now. Yeah, I w- I'm looking for that upset, and it, it may come next week, but this week is is not going to be the week that, that Dohan pulls that. So uh, pretty easy one for Chris, uh, and uh, he probably will stay undefeated after this week. So leaves us with the matchup of the week, uh, which is back-to-back weeks for Justin in the matchup of the week. Uh, he is 4-2 and two and in fourth going against the commissioner, who's 5-1 and one and in Oof. third. So we got a little brotherly uh, battle here. Uh, just like to remind Justin that in week one, my team beat his team 156 to 154. Uh, this is the final matchup of the year. So, uh, looking to go two and zero against Justin. Uh, Justin actually is the other team that's over a thousand points. So him and Chris, uh, have both, both put up a, a thousand points on the season. So, uh, pretty impressive. Uh, I am in fifth in points four. uh, I do have some players on by our, the, being a Vikings homer's kind of cost me because now I have Cook, Jefferson, and Thielen all on by. Um, Justin has Pollard, Beasley, Diggs, and Herbert on by now. Um, so pretty interesting matchup. I'm not going to let little brother beat me, so I'm taking myself, but I want to get uh, your thoughts on this one. I, I'm going to go with uh, Justin with some revenge, number one, and he put up great numbers last week and took the hard loss. I think he's going to rebound with a win this week. Um, we'll see. It's a, it's a pretty tight matchup either way, but I'm going to say Justin bounces back here. Yeah. He's, we're going to, we're going to see his depth, uh, cause he's yep. got quite a few players on by, um, I, I'm pretty comfortable with my, uh, my bench and, and the players that I have waiting to step in for the buys, but, uh, his team, you know, is new to this winning uh, and we're, we're going to really find out how deep his team is. Cause you got to be able to be, to get through these bye weeks, you know, with wins, if you're going to, you know, hope to get that first round by in the, in the playoffs. So um, yep. good stuff. So we got a little disagreement here and just for record uh, you are currently three and two on your pick. So uh, have a chance to, to improve on that this week and we'll, we'll see what happens. So, Good luck, everyone, and we'll see you next week. All right. Take care, everybody. And, uh, Ron, next week, looking forward to hearing you on the show. Yeah, that is – we are hopefully going to have Ron on. He he actually texted me back, and uh, so hopefully we get we get him on next week. So anybody that's right. wanting to join with Ron is more than welcome to, to get on the, <laughs> on the show. So Sweet. It'll, be a, it'll be a popular one, I think. So <laughs> For sure. All right. Well, have a good night. All right, man, you too. All right, we'll talk to you later. Peace. Three cash, homie.